That kind of nerd. Let's start the show with comics, movies, and technology. Here we go, bringing you the segments that you're looking for, like Cape Talk, screen to stream, tech perspective, and more. Cast this nerd degree and the blockbuster. Welcome to the club, cause you're that kind of nerd. Welcome everyone to that kind of nerds podcast. Oh. Something weekly, bi-weekly, sometime show It tells show. you It's a show that tells you what's going on in the nerdy world My name is Josh Burns And I'm joined by Brian Thornton They call me Pineapple Soda <laughs> It's the Bernstons <laughs> The Bernstons to, are here It's just Coming the to you, just the two of us Because CJ had more pressing matters And we have... A crazy show full of trailers and a couple of things that CJ loaded into the show notes that I may or may not make fun of him for. I I, I would love if we just do we do nothing uh, but butcher <laughs> the things that CJ wants us to talk about. <laughs> and just, we might just completely throw it like under the bus. So and that we might and I'll keep it all on the show because I'm also editing this week. <laughs> so unlike CJ, I won't cut out shitty topics. I, I have, let it ride. I have the trailers organized in an order that may surprise you. Um, but we do have quite a few trailers to talk about in our segment that we call screen to stream. So, you know, I, I thought, that we had had enough of origin stories after Wolverine, but apparently not because we've gotten a G.I. Joe origin story of Snake Eyes. We did. And uh, this trailer I actually did watch so I can give you my thoughts and queries. And um, <laughs> I forgot this movie was happening. This movie was announced in like 2014. I completely forgot it was a thing. Really? Yeah. And then they dropped this trailer. And so here's the thing. Like, I, I don't know about you, but like the coolest thing about Snake Eyes for me. Is that he doesn't talk. Is that he doesn't talk. <laughs> That's right. And that he's just a badass ninja who doesn't talk. I don't know right. where he comes from. I don't know where he goes. I don't know where he comes from, Cotton Eye Joe. Like, You're saying the coolest thing about Snake Eyes is that we don't know his origin? Yeah, it's it's it, this is very reminiscent of someone else whose origin we didn't know and didn't need to know, but then you we mean found the Joker? out. Uh, which that? You mean the Joker? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, just I don't understand this obsession of taking <laughs> the one thing that makes a character really interesting and the listen, mystery, right? Listen, like. There's, there's obviously there's more to Snake Eyes that makes them interesting. Obviously sure. there's more to Joker and more to Wolverine that makes them interesting. But like it's all like centered around the fact that their past is a mystery that they don't know that you as a viewer don't know about it, and then we ruin that by giving a for sure origin. So I. I'll say that I, I like Henry Golding. I do. I love him. Um, I think he's great. I yeah, really do. I, I the the stuff that I've seen him in, I've I've been I've been a fan. Did you it's see fine. Last Christmas? No, but you know, I uh, then, a then simple you're favor. You're not a true Henry Golding fan. No, I'm joking. A, a simple favor. Simple favor is great. I actually really enjoy Crazy Rich Asians. The, the gentleman. Uh, yep. Also good. I uh, I Last Christmas. You know what? The twist is is laughable, and you can see it coming 10,000 miles away, but it's a cute movie. He is a charming AF actor. Yeah, and that's that's fine. I, I will say that I think the origin story that we got in the first G.I. Joe movie was probably enough mm-hmm. for Snake Eyes. Yeah. Um, but okay, that's fine. Uh, the thing that, that, that this trailer maybe hinted at but didn't really show explicitly was storm shadow like i i think i saw storm shadow but i'm not sure well he's the sub-zero to his scorpion like he's got to show up i mean at least for a moment um yeah i know i listen i i know i'm like sitting here saying i don't need this movie i I also know that i will be coming and plunking down my 10 20 dollars or my stream however they're deciding to release this sure to see this movie like no no doubt about it 
I just, you know, and you know what? I'm, it might be freaking amazeballs and I could be eating my words. Um, and if that's the case, then you throw your confetti and eat ravioli, apparently, because that's what <laughs> CJ says we do. That's, that's what you do when you throw confetti. You also and then eat you ravioli. also eat the ravioli that's filled with the confetti. Um, but yeah, I just there's there's, there's I, I would love to see another GI Joe. We haven't done Me GI too. Joe right yet. Like there's so there were so many good things about both movies, but there were so many bad things about both movies. <laughs> yeah, I just I want agree. to see a good one. <laughs> I I did I did like both, and I do understand that they were also both shit. Um, <laughs> but it didn't stop me from liking them. So I look, I'm I'm with you. Uh, I agree. I think that uh, when we talk about movies that might be total shit, looking at the Ice Road starring Liam Neeson is probably firmly in that category. All right. Well, I have not watched this, so I'm going to watch the trailer right now. Uh, but before I do, is he an ice road trucker who has to save his daughter in France? Uh, not his daughter, but he is an ice road oh, trucker. Oh, so I'm on the he, right track. He is unnecessarily angry. Okay, so this trailer is about a minute too long. I, I'm yeah. going to tell you that right now. Indeed. Um. Wow, I... I do not know. It's Fast and Furious on ice. They're trying to be at least like, but Fast and Furious did it already in in Fate of the Furious, where they fought right. a submarine. So, a submarine. um, yeah, I thought the best way for us to this. get across this ice that's cracking is to tie all these big rigs together. Oh yeah, because it makes total sense. Is it? It really is. So listen, I'll explain the physics to you. Um, <laughs> in Liam Neeson movies. Physics don't exist. Right. So whatever Liam Neeson says goes. Well, he says that now he's angry. Well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to. I, I, I would imagine, you know, he's. He's been sabotaged and he, now he's angry. Sabotaged. Um, wow. That's that's not a good looking movie. And like, no, it, it's, it's on Netflix. So like, I don't even want to watch it for free. That's just right. Because here's my thing. Like if the trailer is a minute too long. Like, what, like, I'm going to be done with this. This is this is a 45-minute, like, episode of CSI Ice Road Trucker Edition, and, and that's yeah. it, you know? I'm thinking, uh, throw it on and fall asleep. Sure, sure. Um, this, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know what Liam Neeson is doing, because I thought he was done with these, like, over-the-top kind of action films. At least that's what he said. What? They're just printing money for him. I, Why would he be done with them? He said he was done with them. I, I, I'm only relaying what the man has said in his, what is he, Welsh? There's CJ. <laughs> CJ would know what he is in his, in his very gravelly Welsh accent. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah, I, no. No, I'm, I, I cannot say that I am in for this, sir. Well, something that I know for a fact you're in for is uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which is a little on the nose, but... <laughs> I thought, nonetheless, was a pretty spectacular trailer. Um, yeah. Um, I, I think we, we I mentioned this briefly to you, and I'm glad we're talking about this because I, I want to get my feelings known. I like the first Venom movie. I think we talked about it when it came yep. out. Yep. I mean, definitely much better than I thought it was going to be. Not, sure. Nowhere near Marvel well, tier. It's just no. fun. Like, it was, a, right. it was a fun movie. Um, and... This one seems to be continuing that theme, right? Like the trailer had, you know, some lighthearted moments with Venom. Uh, in combined the, with terrifying. Com combined with, you know, the action-y like right. scenes. Sure. Um, I really, really hope my main issue with the first Venom movie was that clearly Sony didn't didn't have any faith in it. So they didn't throw a ton of money at it. They threw just enough. So all the action scenes were very dark. So it was very hard to make out some things like especially in that final scene between him and Riot, and you're like, what the hell is going on? I yep. really, really hope that now that, you know, Venom, the first Venom made a ton of money, that Sony just threw cash at this. Because I want to see this fight. Like, if this is going to be a fight, show it to me. Like, I, I, I want to be able to make out what's happening. Well, I, I, think, I think even with just the, just the screen caps that we've seen of Carnage, there's... You mentioned the action scenes be, being very dark, and they, they've put a, a significant light source behind Carnage. They've illuminated Carnage quite a bit. Mm. Like it, 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 
leads me to believe that they will give us the fight that we want. I hope so. I hope so. Because it's also very easy to just take those two scenes that Carnage looks good and put them in the trailer, you know? So no, like, you're right. You're No, it, I mean, you're right. But, for, I mean, for me, this is... This is less a um, comic book anti-hero story and more a Tom Hardy movie, right? Like, sure. Tom Hardy is is really solid in this role. Yeah. And and the like the the back and forth between Tom Hardy and the inner Venom voice. Yeah, is, and he, which like, he does voice. Yeah. That's what right. It, it he does, but like that's what gets me to the theater, mm-hmm. and everything else is gravy at that point. Yeah, and and I love those those scenes, especially in the first movie where he's talking and having this kind of like inner conflict. That's when Venom's good, right? Like Venom, Eddie Brock, where he is an asshole. He's not sure. evil. Like no. Venom is what brings the evil out in him, and and when he is a quote unquote villain it's it's really it's 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 nice to see that back and forth right that's what we expect from venom i do wish there was a little bit more of like the horror elements of venom in these movies um i read a really great comic book story which was pretty much the thing but with the symbiote which yeah. which was really great and i would love to see something like that i don't say i'm not saying it has to be now but, you know, in the near future, as we you know continue to do these movies, because we're going to continue to do them, I would love to see a more horrific take on it because Venom has the capability to do that. But yeah, I think Venom is already the most horrific thing we see in terms of comic book until movie. we see Morbius and we see what they do with Morbius, because well, that, yeah, that, that's very uh, possible. I mean, even if we see, like, I don't see Morbius being as scary as Venom. I just don't. No, I mean, and, and you're absolutely right. And that's and that's why, like, some of those comedy bits, it, it, you have to have a really good balance of it. Because if it's too much, then it's just a joke. And and, right. and the horror is gone. Like, that first movie, like, the, the scene where he's, like, just holding that guy up. And, like, you really believe he's going to, like, bite his face off. And, like, right. it's terrifying. And it's supposed yes. to be. Yep. So, like, with the introduction of Carnage, Carnage has this, this propensity to push it into the more comedic because he is so he they, they this is why I, I'm very conflicted with Carnage as a comic book character. Um because everybody loves him because he's like, oh, he's like Spider-Man's Joker. He's not. Um but he is a serial killer. He is sure. not a good guy. He is someone who takes the this power and just completely uses it to be full on evil. Right. And when you have that character you then need to take Venom and you need to dial him back. You can't have Venom being scary and terrifying and evil and then have Carnage doing that. How do you one up Venom? You need to like go completely bonkers with it. So you need to dial back Venom so that Carnage seems scarier, so that Carnage seems like a threat. And so that's what I'm worried about. That's the only thing I'm worried about. I don't know, man. Is that they dial I mean, back Venom You don't too think much. it could just be like a Godzilla versus Kong thing? I, 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 I think which, it can. Which, I think which it works. <laughs> You're right. And I think it has the ability to do that, but I don't think that's what Sony wants to do. All right. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Um, that's fair. I know, think time I, will tell on, on, on. Yeah. I think uh, Legendary look, knows what they're doing with the Kaiju franchise. I, I don't know. I, I think Sony has grander plans for their Spider-Man properties. And there's no room for something like a, a Godzilla versus Kong vibe. Ha- in them. Had grander plans, right? They sold that shit. Not yet. They, they, they didn't sell it. They still have the rights to make the movies. I thought they were selling it to Marvel. No, I thought that was it. Not that I heard. Oh, then I, I, I know misread. they, I know they reached some sort of backdoor deal with, with Marvel. <laughs> right. And the reason it's backdoor is like no one knows what the deal is. They haven't come out and said it. Like that—that's why you probably have the feeling, oh, maybe Sony's like slowly right. getting out. And you know what? God, I hope they do. But like when the first deal with Marvel happened, it was very clear they were very upfront. We've got five movies, three of the Marvel, three with Sony. This is how it's going to work, and then it's done. And now, ever since they. Re re renegotiated. They're all of a sudden very tight lipped about what that plan what is and what it looks like. And you're like, 
what does this mean? Is this indefinite? <laughs> is this forever? Do I get to see Venom in my Avengers movie? If so, none of your business. Like, what is going on? So, I don't know. Only time will tell. Um, I think Into the Spider Verse put a little pep in Sony's step, and it sure did. Uh, you know, I would be I, in a, in a perfect world. I would be completely fine with Sony Animation. Give them all the Marvel animation stuff. Like, please, like, oh, stop it. Do more of that. Animation is different than it is different. The live action I stuff. I, I don't know that I want Sony in charge of it. I don't know. Did you see the Mitchells versus the Machines? Because that movie was delightful, and that was Sony too. And I'm at the point where I'm like, no, but I'll check it out. If you give Lord and Miller anything, like, sure. If if I could have Lord and Miller be the Kevin Feige of. Marvel animation, it, done deal. Do it. Give it all. Like I don't care. All right. Well, that's fair. I look. I I get it. Uh, it's still a wait and see thing for me. Yeah. Um, I did put uh, the next the next three things that that we're gonna talk about will be fast, and I put them in here for uh, I guess CJ's benefit or detriment. I'm not really sure. <laughs> the first one is definitely. Um, I put in here so that CJ could hear us talk about the hitman's wife's bodyguard. I am so excited for this oh, movie. Oh, <laughs> my God. And so, I'm so excited. I'm so glad that CJ's not here to go, oh, wow, the hitman's bodyguard was so awful. Right. Because I think, listen, I think Samuel Jackson is so freaking funny when and he's, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is is a treasure. Yeah, and, and 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 I just think I think them together they do they work so well. It's yep. the lethal weapon uh, formula that we've been missing for a little bit because Samuel L. Jackson. It, 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 it's so funny because it's so funny to watch Ryan Reynolds be the straight man. It's an odd That's couple. The funny thing. It's a funny odd couple thing, and it doesn't like I I don't think. This recipe is achieved by any other two actors like no, this. No, I, I think this is this is absolutely a great pairing, and I I, I love that now we're going to get Salma Hayek in, in a bigger role. Yeah, seeing her, you know, because she was funny. She, she was, was really funny in the first one. I, and you know what? I I know, like, it's so funny when you watch an, a career, right? And like, we've both been watching movies since Desperado to know, like, right? That's where Salma Hayek like blew up, right? And like. Watching her do and like early on, she did a but couple like comedies. everybody forgot. Fools rush in, right? And Fools rush in was great, and that's the thing. Early on, she did a, she did some comedies, and like then there was this whole stretch where like she did nothing but like serious dramas, and there was a couple action things in there, and like right. you were like okay, and then like she shows up in this movie, and you're like holy shit, I forgot she could be really funny. <laughs> that's like, right. Like so, like it's so refreshing to see someone like kind of bounce back and forth and do, do this kind of stuff. Um, and so it's like, it's like imagine if Ryan Reynolds for the next 10 years did nothing but serious, dark and gritty drama and, and action movies, which he is capable of doing. He is. And, and he does them great. And then like, you just completely forget that this is Van Wilder. This is waiting. Like you forget yeah, about cool. that guy for a while. And then it's so nice when, he, you know, they break out those muscles again. Like, I'm just I'm excited and um Antonio Banderas is as the bad guy, right? Right. <laughs> Holy crap. I haven't seen Antonio Banderas in something anything since Ballistic X versus Sever. Oh, I <laughs> love that movie. And like I I I know he's been around. I just haven't seen like seen what he's been doing. Spy Kids. He's been doing Spy Kids. And you know what those those movies are fun, but they're like, fine. I'm yeah. So I'm so excited to see him back and and, and like again another guy who he can do comedy. I just watched recently, a couple months ago, we watched The Mask of Zorro. And gosh, that's such a fun freaking movie. And he is funny and he's charming in it. And he, he does all the action in it. Sure. But like, I'm just excited to see him do that stuff again. Like for this me, the, 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 the movie where Antonio Banderas is at his most Antonio Banderas is Assassins. Uh, him and Sly? Him and Sly. With the... With like, the Mm, oh, that, exactly right. Yep. <laughs> that scene, exactly right. That is Antonio Banderas at his most Antonio Banderas. And I, I look, uh, there, there, are, there are a bunch of movies that happened, you know, sort of from the late '90s to the the mid 2000s. There, that you know, he was a pretty big name. So having mm. him in here, this is this is a lot like 
uh, the Expendables if it were a buddy cop. Yeah. Movie. I remember when like when movies like this were like everywhere, like when you had yes. the lethal weapons and the rush hours and, you know, right. like they were all the time. This was what the big box office movies were. I'm right. S- Blue Streak. Blue and Streak. You, and, right. and Bad Boys was a part of this like Absolutely. whole thing. And yep. like, I love all those films. Yep. And so like, it's so nice to see them even like sporadically coming back, you know? You like, see, CJ, how this movie has its place <laughs> In the world, <laughs> and CJ, how we're so excited for it. To this, do you see how stupid you really are? <laughs> we love you, but I mean, come on, like just just get your head out of your ass. So, man. so the the next two trailers I included are both um, Broadway adaptations to the big screen. We okay. have Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, and then Dear Evan Hansen, which is a, a, a Benjamin Platt film uh, mm. uh, uh, that he I believe starred in on Broadway as well but West Side Story has been quite a long time in the making on the big screen this was delayed um, due to COVID too I'm pretty sure was it not? I think so um, I've watched I, I have watched the trailer um, I, I think that you cannot go wrong with Ansel Elgort and obviously uh, Steven Spielberg at the helm uh, it's exciting but you know we all know what West Side Story is, and we mm. know what to expect, and hopefully they they do it justice on the big screen. I was severely disappointed in this trailer. I saw no ruffians walking <laughs> no down the street. No dancing and snapping. No snapping, walking down the street, <laughs> like, very intimidating. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't see that. I was a little upset. Um, but, yeah, man, like, so here, here's the thing. I have a very, like... In and out relationship with musicals. Like, I, I like some. Others, like, I, I don't care for. Hamilton. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I just. Mean. That's just wrong. <laughs> I just. Um, I've I, I'm, I'm never been a huge fan of West Side Story. That's never been like, oh, like, like that's my feel good movie. Right. Like everybody has that one musical. That's a feel good movie, you know. So, you know, I, I'll see it. It's Steven Spielberg. Like, you know. Sure. You know when it's Steven Spielberg, you watch. You're at least going to get guaranteed an interesting shot. Like, it's going to be good filmmaking, even if it's not a good adaptation. Um, so, you know, I'll definitely check it out. Definitely, you know, see see how it is. Um, but, yeah, you know. I, I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not a huge West Side Story fan. And to your point, we all know the story. So. Right. What more can you do it's, there? You know, I feel it's more. Um, this is more. This would be more like my parents' speed, mm-hmm. right? Like they. I mean, they definitely saw West Side Story on Broadway. Um, it, it. It is not. Uh, it's not my thing. Like for just, me, like the the West Side Story sort of motif. Like for me. That would be Deuces Wild with Steven Dorff. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, there's been a lot that. of remakes that like I, I feel right, but that are, are like West speed. Side Story esque, yeah. right? And, just, and that's that's more my speed. I just get qu- high school choir PTSD flashbacks of <laughs> you know singing somewhere over and over and over right. again, and right, you're like, I don't care. Like this song is boring. Yay, <laughs> Allison got the solo. Fuck you, Allison. Like you know, I, just, I don't care. <laughs> so. Like I, I I don't know I'm just I'm just not in love with it but I'll check it out. Tell CJ's me about Dear Evan st- Hansen. CJ still not happened with the socials, but yeah, look, uh, Dear Evan Hansen. I don't know if you watched this trailer, um, but it was I watched um, the first half of it on TikTok. Yeah, uh, look, I, I that's actually what prompted me to look a little bit more closely. This was um, a Broadway show that uh, Ben Platt won a Tony Award for mm. um and look I, I watched the trailer and i thought this is really really something like this is an amazing story it, it here let me watch the trailer before I, I talk out of my ass here what i do know is watching it felt very much to me like like i'm in the middle of a ben fold song yeah and, and like it's feels like cathartic and so sad and like i know at the end i'll get closure but like the whole way there i'm probably gonna cry so 
here's here's my thing. The first thing that pops up in this trailer uh, is from the songwriters of La La Land and Greatest Showman. And I'm like, great. I love both those movies. Okay. Um, And then the next thing is from the director of something that I've never seen and Perks of Being a Wallflower. And I'm I'm like, I did not care for Perks of Being a Wallflower. Well, I never watched it. So, Um, okay. And so it looks like, you know, hey, I'm going to have my heart ripped out for – Two and a half hours, and then to your point, yeah, I, I'm gonna get closure. Gonna maybe get a little happy, but like, I, I, it's gonna be a rough watch. I, it, it will be, but look at this: the Broadway show was nominated for nine Tonys and won six. Like, this show was no joke. Sure. Um, and I, I, I think that, I think that Ben Platt is incredibly talented. He, and, he is, and like, and so dude enough. Like, so I, emotive and just yeah, underrated, right? Like he, he's in Pitch Perfect. That was the first time I saw him, and was amazing, and by was the great. Way. Like and then like his character kind of like disappeared, but so did so did um what was his name Shane Ashmore? Yeah, all of their characters just kind of effed right off halfway through right. too because well, the movie's about Becca, not her right. Boyfriend and and, and his I'm completely buddies. fine with that. Uh, but then I think I saw him. I haven't actually watched it, but he he was on that show, or he is still on that show, The Politician, which I've heard really really good things about. Um, and and that's that's all I've seen this guy do. I mean, I'm sure he's done more, but yeah, I mean, under understated, underrated. Wish he was doing, wish he was doing a little bit more, you know. Yeah, I mean, he, the politician. He's done, you know, a couple a couple movies. Mm. You know, I don't think anything that that crazy reviews about. But yeah, like, look, look, I, I I saw this trailer and I thought mm, this is gonna be something that is gonna be a thing, regardless of whether we like it or not. People are gonna go see this. Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely, and and that's. <laughs> You know, it's so funny. Uh, we were just talking about this with Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Like, what's what's old is new again. Because again, remember, like when musicals were everywhere, like yeah. dime a dozen. Um, it, it seems like we're doing the cyclical relationship because we're getting more and more musicals. We're getting more and more, you know, pop boiler like mystery thrillers. We're getting more and more buddy cop things and. The the big blockbuster like Marvel movies are still there, which I I, I love. But then they're you're also, saying it's 1995 again. I I mean that's what it feels like <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Basically, right? It's what it feels like sometimes. And you know what? I'm on board for it. Like, <laughs> come on, like that that last half of the 90s. Some of the best movies came out in the last half of the 90s. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you. Um, and as far as you know, movies that have come out lately have been kind of. Um, Especially in in terms of like thrillers or quiet horror, there hasn't been anything really great. But a quiet place uh, was one of those in the past couple of years that I thought was really something else. And yeah. we got a trailer for a quiet place part two, um, which like I might need a little help understanding because John Krasinski was in the trail. Like I didn't understand. It looks like the stuff John Krasinski is in there are flashbacks, flashbacks. to when everything happened. Um, and I, I loved Quiet Place. I, I loved, I love it when I love it when movies do new things. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. Um, and it was something that like it's a gimmick, but it's it was something that I never seen before, and like. I my wife and I went to see it and like just you could hear a pin drop, not because the movie was quiet. Like you didn't hear popcorn bags rustling. You didn't hear people whispering like it it, like it engaged you and like you were glued to it and you were silent throughout it. Um, I'm looking forward. I I think this comes out in a couple weeks. Um. And I think this is going to be the first movie my wife and I actually go to the movie theater to see. Um, and and it's, it should be interesting. But I'm very excited to see kind of where this story goes now. Um, I th- felt like the first movie kind of did a good job. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> it was it kind of really done. Um, and like you kind of like ended that movie with a little hope of, hey, we... We figured out that now we have Emily Blunt's uh, rusty nail wrapped foot. Yeah. And she's walking around on it. 
Yeah, poor poor thing. Um, poor thing. Trying to Needs figure out how to shot. keep a baby quiet. And <laughs> That's like, right. My gosh, like I don't. It looks have intense. Here. It looks it looks just as intense as the first one. The mm-hmm. first one was crazy. Like the silence um, was absolutely insane. I can't imagine having seen it in the theater. It had to be it, the silence had to be deafening. It was an experience. Like it, it was. It wasn't even annoying. It wasn't even like oh my god, I'm hearing the rattling in my ears because everybody was just glued to what was happening on the screen. Right, and it was. And and that's the 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 beauty of this film is that it yeah it took a, what could have very easily been a hokey gimmick, and it used it as a way to just engage the audience. And I'm just I'm totally on board with this. And John Krasinski, man, like, I'll, I, and you're gonna crap a brick and, and yell at me for this, but I have not watched Jack Ryan, but I do love John Krasinski. And yeah, that's a mistake. I know. I will. I will. I will eventually. Um, it's a real mistake because. Uh, just just the first season uh, like standalone was an amazing series on its own mm-hmm. i've watched the first season probably six times i've watched the second one maybe two or three the season two wasn't as good as season one but you not ha- like having not watched jack ryan that's that's a fucking crime <laughs> Um, I, Hey, I, I'm just, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to catch up. I'm making through my list. I have not touched Dr. Who yet. Nobody <laughs> cares about Dr. CJ Who. Watch cares. Jack Ryan. <laughs> he might care, but he doesn't really care. Like watch Jack Ryan. Uh, it's, it's, well, he's, he's the, he's the hero you deserve. I, I, I'm sure he is. I've enjoyed all the Jack Ryan movies. That's the right. thing. Like, right. Me I, too. Even Shadow Recruit, which in summation is probably the Look, worst Jack Ryan I, movie. I, whoa. No, it's not. You, some of all fears. Oh, was no, no, worse no. Watch, than, some no. Of, watch some of all fears again. It, it I have. Up. Shadow Recruit's better than some of all fears. I don't agree with that. Come on. I, I, I just don't. I, hey, Chris you know Pine what? is a million times better than Affleck as Jack Ryan. It, we're not. I'm not ranking the Jack Ryans. I'm ranking the movies. The, the movies themselves. Like, some of all Fierce has a give better me, story. Give me Kevin Costner and Chris Pine over Morgan Freeman and Ben Affleck. Okay. All right. All day. That's fine. Um, I actually, you know, before we move move forward, I, I forgot about this trailer, something that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, trailer called Sweet Tooth. It's premiering on Netflix. I saw that trailer. Okay. So I saw this trailer. It's based on a DC comic. And I'm, I'm bringing this up now because CJ always likes to tell me, well, tell us what Mr. I've never read the book. I have no idea what it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, But this trailer makes me want to read the book very. It's got that like, you know, that like like fantasy like element, like very colorful, like it looks really interesting. Um, Yeah. Set in a world where there's like these mutations going on. This kid has these uh, antlers. Like like he's got like these deer features. Um, But there's also some sort of like. virus or something going on as well Well, it's the virus is what gives people these animal features yeah and and he happens to have these deer features right he happens to have uh buck sort of ears and antlers Mm -hmm. um i like look i i watched the trailer it seemed uh cool yeah um i'm definitely interested i don't hate some of uh the cast uh not Will Forte so much. I mean, he's not, I'm not a big fan, but, uh, this um, is a turn for Will Forte though. This does not seem normal. Will non. So a nosy, a nosier. I'm not even sure I'm saying that right, but like that dude, Mm. I like very much. And you know, he's been in game of Thrones. He's been in Guy Ritchie movies. He's rock and roller. He was tank and rock and roller. Uh, he was an enders game. Um, I like him very, very much. Um, I think he's he's a stellar actor. So, like, I, I get it, and it is Netflix, and I will watch it. It is this is not in my wheelhouse, mm-hmm. um, but oh, I mean, okay, he's he's like a little deer boy, kind of. Yeah, but you know, here's here's the thing: like, it's eight episodes. <laughs> you know, right. it's eight episodes on Netflix. You, you, Josh Burns, you'll get it done in not even a weekend. Like, yeah, you know. Two days. So I, I think it's worth a shot. It looks interesting. It looks really um, just a very cool concept that I've never seen before. 
Um, I would be remiss, and you're, you're going to tell me to shut up probably. I would be remiss if I did not mention that the Friends reunion trailer dropped this week. Yeah, that's that's uh, the 27th, right? Uh, that is this weekend, the 27th, on HBO Max. And I I watched it. I grew up with Friends. Um, yeah. You know, very big part of my childhood. Uh, well, not my childhood, but like, you know, growing up as a as an early teen watching Friends. I'll definitely check it out. But... Um, I watch that show now and like it's still funny, but then like you, you, you start thinking about it and you're like, these are terrible people. <laughs> um, so I have a different view on friends as an adult. Really? Yeah. I, I, I think it was it was definitely a show of its time. Um, I don't know if it's as I think there are certain moments that are timeless. I don't know if the show is as yeah, timeless. No, I, I agree with that. As everybody I think, thinks. I think there are moments that are timeless for sure. Um, I think that you know, if you're listening to the show and you haven't yet Googled Ross Geller and clicked the sofa that appears three times, mm-hmm. you're, you're I missing I think you out. can do that for – can't you do that for every every friend? Pretty sure you can do every friend and it does a different thing each time. Like like Google Rachel Green or, or, or Chandler Bing. Yeah. So, yeah, e- each one has their own little thing. But Ross is, is the pivot. Pivot? Pivot, right? Um, <laughs> which is that's that's a classic moment. That's a timeless moment. Uh, the episode which they show in the reunion trailer, which this is the timeless episode. Every time I think friends, I think of this episode of uh, the one where everyone finds out, where they all find out that Michelle. Uh, sorry, um, Chandler and Monica are dating. My eyes, my, my eyes, eyes! My eyes! Yes, um, yes. And, and I, I, I constantly quote the wait, 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 wait. They don't know. We know they know. We know they know. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I think that episode is timeless. But, like, the series as a whole, you watch it over and, like, it's, like, it's got its troublesome areas. But. Sure. I I, I mean, I love the show. I I mean, I'm not going to knock it. Don't tell Zoe it's got its troublesome areas. She is 100% bought in. She has watched Friends front to back. (laughs) Good for her. Uh, she is 100% bought in on friends that, okay. Well, good, good. Zoe's got some, some good sitcom tastes. Um, next you gotta go, you gotta work backwards. You then go to like family matters and stuff like that. I try, I'm trying to get her to watch cheers. Nice. Yeah. I love cheers. Yeah. Cheers is great. Um, so yeah. So reunion that should be exciting. I watched, did you watch the fresh Prince reunion special on HBO max? No, I mean, I, look, I, I watched Fresh Prince or mm. so, but like, I, it wasn't like I wasn't. See, I watched that show a lot growing up too. Um, so that that reunion special was really good. I hope this reunion special is on at least that level because it's it was nice to see them all together again. Yeah, and well, these actors kind of need it to be, don't they? <laughs> like, they needed to they needed to generate some buzz. Some of them, um, most of them. Who are we talking about? The Friends cast or the Fresh Prince the cast? Fr- the Friends cast. The Friends because cast. Other, other than, other than uh, Jennifer Aniston, who has the morning show. Um, Jennifer Aniston, I mean, obviously has a great career, right? Courtney Cox actually has had a pretty decent career, too. She does a lot more producing than she does acting sure. now. I'm saying currently, <clears throat> Jennifer Aniston. It's the guys. You know, it's, well, it's the, the guys who so are struggling. Matt LeBlanc, Matt, Matt LeBlanc, LeBlanc has something of, going on right now, but, he, well, but he had Matthew this, Perry doesn't. What was that? CBS, uh, Matt LeBlanc had that Man with a Plan show, and then he had yep. extras. Yep. Uh, David Schwimmer just had a, a Peacock show. I don't know how good it is He's or was. He's god-awful. Like, it just, he can um, go away. I mean, but I think for the most part, I, I, I think they all have had pretty decent careers, with the exception of Matthew Perry, and there's obvious reasons for it. Right. Um, but, you know, no one has exploded as much as Jennifer Aniston has. I right, think but we can none agree of them, on that. I don't think any of them have any of them had a bigger movie than any of the Matthew Perry movies. Jennifer Aniston. What movie? Like what movie though? Like, cause uh, what movie of hers was bigger than the whole nine yards or fools rush in or yeah, that's the second time you've mentioned fools rush in, in this podcast. I know, well, cause Selma Hayek, right? Yes, um, um, but like so, that's what I'm thinking about. Like I don't know of any of like other I think, than I think the Adam Sandler the, movie. 
Before I jump in and go ahead and, and, and start figuring or this out Or Along Came you, Polly. Along Came Polly is definitely up there. But but that's a Ben Stiller movie. You've got to tell me what you are defining as big. Like, wasn't that, wasn't the whole nine yards a pretty big movie? Am I crazy? I don't think it's as big as you think it was. I, I think it's right. well remembered. I think it was uh, popular, um, but I don't think it was big. Um, well, maybe I'm crazy then. I'll give you I'll give you Fool's Rush In um, because it was in that whole wave of romantic comedies in the 90s. Right. right. Um, but, you know, Jennifer Aniston overall. Uh, let's see here. One oh six million gross worldwide. The whole nine. Yards. OK. In nineteen ninety nine dollars. Right. Yeah. Yes. In nineteen ninety. I mean, that that makes a difference, because if I look at. Jennifer Aniston, who obviously is still working today. Um, and no, no, up, let me let me shut up. Along came Polly was one seventy eight. I'll shut go. up now. There I will go. shut up right now. <laughs> and then like her career goes on. I mean, yep. So nope. I'm done. I would I'm say, done. I would also say horrible bosses. Way bigger. <sighs> yeah. All right. But like I'm not like I'm not watching that for Jennifer Aniston. Right. I'm watching that for. Bateman. Oh, but she's so funny in it. Yeah, she's she good. is great. In I don't know. And I don't know if you've watched the morning show, but you should. I have not. I, you no, know what's it's, funny? I have. Really good. I have had Apple TV for free for like two years. Because, um, yeah, I'm waiting for the next season because it was, I think that, Apple, it was that good. Pretty sure Apple is just convinced that we're never going to pay for Apple TV. They just they just they just keep giving it to they us. They just That's keep fine. giving it to us. And you know what? They sent me a message saying, hey, get three months of Apple Arcade for free. And I should sign up because if it's anything like Apple TV, I'll just keep that crap for free Bro, forever. Apple Arcade. I don't know. If you're a Sudoku fan, I'm not, but I saw the Oregon Trail on there. And if well, you can no, tell me I can die of dysentery anywhere. <laughs> but uh, good Sudoku yeah. is amazing on arcade. I, I, I'll, have to, I'll have to look into that. In fact, you know what? Well, while you're looking into that, I would like us to move on from all of this trailer craziness, all of this trailer, Michigas, and we're going to move Michigas. That's right. We're going to move into uh, something new uh, for that kind of nerds podcast. Something, uh, Brian, just for you and I. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's called Date Night for Friends. All right. Let me call my wife and make sure this is okay. <laughs> There's a date night for lovers, too, and I chose not to do that one. Okay. All right. That's, that's exciting. Um, so if you go into the show notes and you open Date Night for Friends... It says okay. date night questions for friends. You oh, click shit. On I clicked for lovers. Can we do that instead? No, I'm back, back up and go to four <laughs> friends. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, think, I think what I'd like to do is just each one of us will ask each other a question or two. Okay. And, and you know, we'll see where it goes. So I clicked for friends. And I'm guessing there's this card I flip over. You flip over the card and you ask a question. Okay. Well, I'll go first since I already flipped my card. Josh. Is there something you've dreamed of doing for a long time? What kept you from it? I have a wife and children. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I, I, I have, since I was a kid, um, I have wanted to live in a giant metropolitan city. I've wanted to live in New York City since I was... Young enough to understand what New York City was. I've been there a bajillion times. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to live there. Um, but I value my life with Laura and the children more than the life I might have in New York City. Gotcha. Okay. That's a very sweet. Well, that's wonderful. I have a question for you. What was your favorite cartoon as a kid? <laughs> I watched so many cartoons as a kid. I, I don't even remember which one was my favorite, but I, I will give you a couple that I know were up there. Um, and surprise, surprise, uh, Spider-Man the Animated Series is on that list. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I used to wake up. So the, the great thing when I was growing up in uh, circa 1992 to 95, I was 6 to 10, uh, was the golden age of animation, in my, in my opinion. Uh, I would wake up Saturday mornings, I would watch Batman the Animated Series, Spider-Man the Animated Series, X-Men the Animated Series, and then The Tick. And that was my <laughs> Saturday morning. Um, and it was fantastic. Uh, Darkwing yeah. Duck was also up there as well. 
I always enjoyed that show uh, when, you know, I was going to the, the Disney side of things. But, yeah, all those superhero animated shows, those things were my jam. I think Spider-Man, <clears throat> Spider-Man the animated show, you watch that again, it's actually really well done. It actually holds up. And there's a lot of really uh, interesting things that they're doing, they do with those characters. Not as interesting as what Batman the Animated Series was doing. Right. But definitely up there. They, they, they did a lot of uh, really interesting things. They did, it was the first time I remember seeing this giant continuity storyline. Because Madam Web like, showed up in the first season talking about shit that happened like two seasons later. And like, <laughs> so like it was the first time as a kid that I was trying to keep track of all the Madam Web things that were going on. Um, and, you know, it's a shame because that show ends with Mary Jane goes missing and they never got renewed. And she gets missing forever. She gets trapped in this alternate universe. And the, and the concept was in this next season, Spider-Man was going to start searching for her and, and eventually find her, obviously. And no dice, no dice. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that answers your question. Josh, here's your yep. question. <laughs> Gee, what was the last concert you went to? Oh, man. What was the last? Oh, uh, Billy Joel in, um, in Philadelphia at Citizens Bank Park uh, was, a, was a fantastic show. And uh, he does this thing now uh, where he'll, he'll essentially poll the audience. He'll give two options, and the option that gets the louder cheers is the one he sings, which is which is pretty. So dope. he's like, all right, piano man, or we didn't start the fire. No, it's not like that. It's it's not his, you know, not the big hits. He's gonna play all of those anyway. But this was like, you know, do you want to hear Stiletto or do you want to hear Zanzibar, right? Mm. And the, like those two, I wanted to hear. But I actually said to Laura going going to the show, like if I hear Zanzibar and Stiletto. I don't even give a shit what else I hear. Like I'm fine with whatever. Mm. And he, he he ended up playing Stiletto, not Zanzibar, and I was fine with that. Um, Cause I like I've seen Billy Joel I think three times, um, and he's just he's amazing. And he's really yeah. really amazing in concert. That was the last show I saw. Nice. I'm I'm don't ever go to concert. So I okay. Oh my god! I cannot. <laughs> Do you collect anything? And what is it? No, I don't collect anything <laughs> at all. Uh, I like to keep a clean house, and, cl- and collecting causes clutter. Right, no clutter for you. I don't want no clutter. Um. <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you tell the listeners about about the latest collection and what you're doing with it? Um, so I collect. I cl- well, I collect movies. I collect comic books. I collect um, bad habits, uh, but I also collect board games. And the most recent thing that I've been doing, the recent hobby that I have acquired is so I kickstarted uh, for dollars um, a a Marvel board game called Marvel United. And I fell in love with this game because of the art style. The pieces looked really cool um, and they looked really like just different. And the gameplay looks looked awesome. And I love board games. And I figured this is going to be great for board game night. And then shit happened. Um, so I kickstarted this board game. I got the core set. I got seven expansions and they all, and then I got, because I did the, uh, Kickstarter. Sure. I, uh, for money and I, uh, I got all these extra perks, which all came with these character figures, mini figure pieces, their cards, their locations, all this stuff. Um, those figures come unpainted. They come in just <laughs> blue or red. And I knew this going in, so I was fine with it. And I knew this thinking, I'm going to learn how to paint these. It's a, it's just like, you know, you go into a game shop or a comic book store, you see the wall of like paints and yep. Warhammer miniatures and stuff like that. I wanted to learn to do that. And so I have been painting these and I, I, after three months of trial and error and, starting over and stripping the paint off and, and completely going from scratch. I, I'm finally happy with the way I'm getting them to look. Uh, I've finished painting Iron Man completely. Uh, Captain Marvel is almost done. Captain America will be next. 
Um, and I still have about 89 more figures to do. So, uh, and then Josh, to add insult to injury, the, the day after I, uh, got my seven expansions cause it came in two shipments. I got the core box first mm-hmm. and then I got all the expansions later. <laughs> um, they then announced, Hey, we're doing another Kickstarter. Oh, good. It's the same game, but we're going to add extra features to it. And now it's all X-Men. And you can have all X-Men for <coughs> money. And I said, I will spend <coughs> money to get all now of the Now you things. have two universes? I have. I have. So here's the thing. I can play them all. I can combine them all. This is going to have X-Men. This is going to have Fantastic Four in it as well. Um, and did they I'll let have me another ask, hundred figures to paint? Did they? So, um, did you have to like go to a hobby store and like I need all of your paints? Um, yes and no. I ordered them online. Um, okay. And I I have a buddy of mine who also has. Do you a order? Hobby. Do you order like a like a, a a comic book heroes pack of paints? I ordered water based acrylic paints. Um, that How do you are, know what colors though? Like, how do you know what colors to get? See, you, you don't. I ordered, like, this pack of, like, 89 different colors. Uh, so I have a pretty different, a pretty good variety. Yeah, um, it seems like enough colors. And then, obviously, you know, you, you mix and match and you color wheel and you, you try to figure out the mixtures there. Like that guy on TikTok? Uh, yeah, like that guy on TikTok. Um, or Bob Ross. Um, you know, you take your sun yellow and you mix it a little bit with the beastly brown. You get a nice. That's actually how I got the, the dirty blonde hair on uh, Captain Marvel. That's crazy. That is, that is uh, two drops of sun yellow, one drop of beastly brown. Mix it a, l- a little bit. Um, but yeah, uh, and you know what? Anything I don't have, I just discovered that there is a gaming store within a mile of my house. So I will drive down there, say, hey, I need glossy varnish and they're like here it is and then i leave hidden yeah all right well uh listeners this has been uh uh, date night for friends and i think it's uh maybe something we can come back to uh on another episode you know what josh i think i I think i'm ready for a second date with you (laughs) all right that's good i'm I'm glad you're ready for a second date (laughs) well so uh You've stuck with us through these trailers and this date night for friends, and we've talked about all kinds of random shit. That's our show for this week. Thanks for sticking with us. We will see you again, and we will explain to you all of the things that are going on in the nerdy world. Thanks for making us part of your day. Have a good one. Signing off. Well, welcome to the club, cause you were that kind of nerd. 